So, good morning everyone. Magandang umaga at maayong buntag sa inyo ang tanan. So, so din sa, the same din sa online, those who are watching online. And uh, it is a privilege for me and I'm thankful na I'm commissioned by Pastor Allen na to preach uh, to every one of you today. And I invite you to take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Ephesians. So, Ephesians, uh, nasa gitna siya ng uh, Galatians and Philippians. So, in Ephesians 4, chapter 4, 17 to 32. Ephesians 4, 17 to 32. Let us all read. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that I must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. In the futility of their minds, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardness of heart, they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have learned about Him and were taught in Him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So, let us pray. Father, we come before you to the throne of your grace, pleading for mercy that we may hear the gospel clearly and in sound. We pray, O Lord, that our hearts may be teachable and able to to hear the voice of the shepherd. May it chastise us sa sins namin, give us grace to understand the things that are heavenly. And help me, Lord, to preach the word with truth, nothing but the truth, that I may not add nor subtract anything from your word. We praise and glorify your name today in Jesus' name. Amen. So, ayon. So we're um, we're talking about Ephesians still, and so the uh, Ephesians, uh, parang recap lang. The Ephesians it gives us a celestial view ng uh, God's plan, the unraveling ng mystery ng gospel. So, the sacrificial uh, death ni Christ, uh, it explains Ephesians uh, from Ephesians one up until the the uh, inaaral natin ngayon, and all elect or the chosen ones will receive yung gift ng forgiveness 
true for their trespasses against the Lord. And yun ay dahil sa, sa binigay na grace ni, ni God through Christ. That's why we are responding in faith. Uh, Jews and the Gentiles alike, together as one new humanity, we have been uh, newly created in Christ. So in continuation, uh, kung sa previous chapter na nabanggit doon yung emphasis in terms of unity, na magkaroon tayo ng gentleness, patience towards one another, and to speak the truth in love. And here, sa, uh, sa passage na ito, Paul urges yung believers, us, to abandon the old ways, uh, yung living, kasi wala na siyang, uh, wala na siyang uh, in relation with Christ. Because we are already a new creation. So, to further yung, uh, yung introduction na ito, uh, I will be telling a, a short illustration about a slave, a slave woman. So, from the Trolldam house, I saw a poor, poor woman. Clothed in rags was she, with sins of crimson red, with bruises in her body. And I saw a king. He chose, he chose her before eternity passed. He chose her to be, one of his, to be one with her, to be his bride, to be his own. And when he came to her, he said, put off your old garments. Put on these new garments. Put on my new robes, the robes of righteousness. For why? Because that, that woman, that poor, poor woman, that ugly woman, was belong to a hostile prince. But this king, he came for his own, this chosen bride. And the rest of the kingdom will gonna look after this uh, poor, poor woman. But how can, uh, how can uh, malaman ng mga kingdom na to, the rest of the kingdom, know that she is her bride, she is his, her bride kung hindi niya ipuput on yung new garment. So, if you are united in Christ, and thus we are ought to be united with one another. But the question is, do we desire unity? Katulad ng uh, pinreach ni Pastor Allen last week. And if so, because uh, having unity, we must desire na kailangan yung old man to be put off. Do we desire that? And the new man be put on? Are you a new creature in Christ? So verse 17 to 21, this is the first point. Yung exert, uh, first point is exhortation and reminder. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that he must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. I say and testify in the Lord. So this means, Paul means na he's warning and exhorting to live in a manner worthy of the calling in which reference to yung Ephesians 4.1. So ito yung sinasabi na, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. To which they have been called, yung Ephesians church, and we as believers now. 
to walk in a manner worthy of the calling. Sinabi dito, ano yung manner to walk, uh, yung walking in a manner worthy of the calling? So further, sinabi dito, no longer, to no longer walk as the Gentiles do. To not walk in the old ways of their old life. So yun yung sinasabi doon. So paano ba, ano ba, paano ba yung pamumuhay ng isang Gentiles or ng isang unbeliever? Nang isang patay sa kasalanan. Sabi sa verse 18 to 19, sabi dito, They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, due to their hardness of heart, they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. So this is the description of the old life, the life of the Gentiles, the life of the unbeliever. So, uh, i-further ko pa yung uh, description ng old life. Uh, Pinlish to ni JT, ni JD, yung Ephesians 2. So, sinabi dito, Ephesians 2, 1-3, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins, in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. So in Romans 1, to 32, it is also a description of the old life, pero I'm going to read sa Tagalog para, ano, para mas masakit. So sa Roma 1, hanggang 22, sinabi rito, at kahit alam nilang may Diyos, hindi nila siya pinarangalan o pinasalamatan man lang sa halip, ibinaling nila ang kanilang pag-iisip sa mga bagay na walang kabuluhan. Kaya napuno ng kadiliman ang mga hangal nilang pag-iisip. Nagmamarunong sila, pero lumilitaw na sila'y mga mangmang. Sapagkat ipinagpalit nila ang dakila at walang kamatayang Diyos sa mga Diyos-Diyosang anyong tao na may kamatayan, mga ibon, mga hayop na may apat na paa, at mga hayop na nagsisigapang. Kaya, hinayaan na lang sila ng Diyos sa maruruming hangari ng kanilang puso, hanggang sa gumawa rin sila ng kahalayan at kahiyahiyang mga bagay sa isa't isa. Ipinagpalit nila sa kasinungalingan ang katotohanan tungkol sa Diyos. Sinamba nila at pinaglingkuran ang mga nilikha sa halip na ang manilikha na siyang dapat papurihan magpakailanman. Amen. Dahil ayaw nilang kilalanin ng Diyos, hinayaan na lang sila ng Diyos na gawin ang kanilang malalaswang pagdanasa. Ipinagpalit ng mga babae ang natural na pakikipagrelasyon nila sa lalaki. Sa pamamagitan na pakikipagrelasyon sa kapwa-babae. Ganon din ang mga lalaki. Tinalikuran nila ang natural na pakikipagrelasyon sa babae. At sa, at sa halip ay pinagnasahan ang kapwa-lalaki kahiyahiya ang ginagawa nila sa isa't isa. Dahil dito, pinarosahan sila ng Diyos ng nararapat sa kanila. At dahil sa ayaw talaga nilang kilalani ng Diyos, hinayaan niya sila sa kanilang isipang hindi makapili ng tama. Kaya ginagawa nila ang mga bagay na hindi nararapat. Naging alipin sila ng lahat ng uri ng kasamaan, kalikuan, kasakiman, at masasamang hangarin. Sila'y maingitin, mamamatay tao, mapanggulo, mandaraya at laging nag-iisip ng masama sa kanilang kapwa. 
Sila'y mga chismoso at chismosa at mapanirang puri na popoot sila sa Diyos, mga walang galang at mapagmataas, naghahanap sila ng magagawang masama at suwail sa mga magulang nila. Sila'y mga hangal, mga traidor at walang awa. Alam nila ang utos ng Diyos na dapat parusahan ng kamatayan ang mga taong gumagawa ng mga kasalanan ito pero patuloy pa rin silang gumagawa nito. At natutuwa pa sila na ginagawa rin ito ng iba. So dito makikita nyo na sinabi dito, hinayaan sila ng Diyos. Kumbaga, ibinigay sila ng Diyos. Ito yung sinasabi dito, ito yung wrath ni God. Ito yung abandoning wrath ni God. If natandaan nyo yung inaral sa, uh, sa attributes ni God kay Steve Lawson, yung attributes niya yun. So, dito, pinakita dito kung gaano kasama yung puso ng tao. We are like this once where, and sinasabi dito na yung uh, uh, buhay ng isang tao, ng isang unbeliever, yung heart nila, yung buong pagkatao nila, it is senseless, it is shameless, it is hopeless. That's why makikita nyo, itong senseless, shameless, and hopeless, ito yung ultimate result of the long process of hardening sa sin. Ito, kung maalala nyo si Pharaoh, Uh, sinabi sinabi doon na hinard ni God yung uh, kumbaga hinard ni God yung heart ni Pharaoh pero sinasabi doon na in the first place binigay ni God yung commands they uh, they call uh, the uh, the yung Egypt to repent pero they are not repenting and they decided to harden their hearts on their own in the first place that's why God gave them up to, to uh, if si God ihard niya yung heart ng isang tao It is the same as God gave them, giving them up. So, sinabi dito sa verse 20, to contrast, kasi sinabi dito, but, sabi dito, but that is not the way you learned Christ. Ganun, parang ganun din dapat marinig natin. Sinabi dito, di ba, exhortation and uh, reminder, ni-remind na ni, ni Paul, uh, ni Paul, yung mga Ephesians Church, na ganito yung dating buhay nyo. And you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. Put off the old life. Because that is not the way you learn Christ. But that is not the way you learn Christ. Assuming that you have heard about Him, verse 21, and were taught in Him as the truth is in Jesus. What did, what, uh, ano ba yung to learn Christ? Pero pra, before noon, Let us understand, ano yung sinasabi dito na assuming? So, assuming, uh, yung Greek word na ginamit dito is ege. So, it means na, it means if. Pero it, uh, it actually implies na confidence. So, merong confidence yung sinabi ni Paul dito. So, kumbaga, there's no uh, implication of doubt when uh, Paul is saying na, assuming that you have heard about Him and were taught in Him as the truth is in Jesus. So, because Paul knew na alam niya na itong mga taong to, they have learned Christ. What it is to learn Christ? Philippians 3.10 That I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and may share His sufferings becoming like Him in His death. Sabi dito, becoming Him, becoming like Him in His death. So, meaning to say na They know Christ, they knew Christ because the gospel has been preached to them and to become like Him is to be, to be same, to become like Him in His death. What it is, it means to put 
of the old man. Yun sinasabi doon. Kasi we have been resurrected just as Christ has been resurrected from the dead. From death to life. From darkness to light. From slavery to freedom. So, makikita nyo dito what a great reminder to be na ma-remind tayo kung ano tayo dati. Marami nagsasabi, bakit pa kailangan kong maalala kung ano yung mga kasalanan ko before? That is bad if you're going to remind yourself about your sin and na mag-self-pity ka. Pero yung reminder reminder uh, about our old life or our old self, yung past sins natin, it is a great reminder na doon tayo pinulot ni, ni God. And it brought us more lowly to the ground to cling, na, to cling more to Christ. Because ma-appreciate natin nito yung grace. Where sin abounds, grace abounds. Therefore, our worship abounds also. Diba? So sa point two na tayo, the old man put off, the new man put on. Verse 22 to 24. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. And to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Sabi dito, verse 22, to put off your old self. So yung sinasabi dito na put off your old self, old self yung ginamit na word dito. But in sa, ang, uh, kaya ko ang point to is the old man put off, the new man put on. Kaya ginamit ko dito is man. Kasi sa Lexham English Bible, yun yung ginamit ko na translation to study. So old man. Bakit man yung ginamit dito? That's why man ang ginamit dito or self kasi it symbolizes na yung, yung tao. Ano ba ang tao? Meron siyang uh, lahat ng members ng body niya or parts ng katawan niya. Meron siyang mind, may eyes, may ears, may lips, may mouth, may hands, may feet. Meron ding heart and all lahat ng parts ng body meron sa old man and ganun din sa, sa new man. That's why man yung ginamit dito. So, let us uh, go further. Ano ba tong old man? Bakit sinabi, old man? Old man, it speaks of a great age. For sin is as old as the Adam fall. Gano'n ba katagal itong, uh, yung old man na to? Di ba yung nangyari sa, sa Garden of Eden? Adam and Eve, they have rebelled against God. It has been... Uh, thousands of years ago. That's why it is antique, it is old. And yung kasalanan natin, yung kasalanan na nandito sa katawan natin, dito sa uh, sa deceitful na body na to, sa old man, prior believing, it has been na nasa great age siya. Old man, also it speaks that it is older than our new body or uh, the new man. Bakit? Nung naging Christian ka, kailan ka lang ba naging Christian? Ilang years? Pero hanggang kailan ka sinumula pinanganak ka? Sinabi nga sa, 
Psalms, uh, yung kay David na nasa tiyan pa lang siya ng uh, nanay niya, makasalanan na siya. Therefore, yung old man mo, matagal na yun. Nasa tiyan ka pa lang ng nanay mo, yung old man mo, yun na yung sinusuot mo. Matagal na siyang nandun. Up until nung na-regenerate ka, kinol ka ni God unto repentance and faith, you've been uh, called by the shepherd. So yung old man, mas matagal siya sa new man. So, what is the old man? It has mind. It does not understand God and truth. It has eyes. It has no fear of God and does not seek God. It has ears. It has turned aside because it cannot hear the voice of the shepherd. That's why it has turned aside and wonder. It has lips. It deceives and slanders. It has mouth. It curses and profanes. It does not speak the truth, but it speaks lies. It has hands and feet. It quakes to do evil and injustice. It has heart. It desires to do wickedness and hates God. So, kinuha ko yung, uh, yung description na yun sa, Roma, sa Romans 3.10 to 18. So, basahin ko lang din siya in Tagalog para masakit. So, gaya nga ng sinasabi sa kasulatan, walang matuwid sa paningin ng Diyos, wala kahit isa. Walang nakakaunawa tungkol sa Diyos. Walang nagsisikap na makilala siya. Ang lahat ay tumalikod sa Diyos at naging walang kabuluhan. Walang gumagawa ng mabuti, wala kahit isa. Ang kanilang pananalitay hindi masikmura tulad ng bukas na libingan. Ang kanilang sinasabi, puro pandaraya. Ang mga salita nila ay parang kamandag ng ahas. Ang lumalabas sa kanilang bibig ay panay, pagmumura at masasakit na salita. Sa kaunting dahilan lang, pumapatay agad sila ng tao. Kapahamakan at hinagpis ang dala nila kahit saan. At wala silang takot sa Diyos. So yun yung old man. And Paul urges us to put up the old man. Romans 6:11. You so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Because the old man was crucified in Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So, yung ginamit dito sa crucified with Christ, it is an aorist tense. It means na it denotes a complete complete act in the past. So, ibig sabihin nun, yung act ni God na to crucified with Christ, yung uh, the old man, it has been uh, done in the past. Why therefore na kinumand niya to put off the old man if kung nagawa na pala sa past? Because we are responsible. We have to respond sa kung ano yung uh, sovereign command ni God. We have to act kung ano yung uh, kung ano yung state na natin. So uh, to uh, to distinguish kung ano yung old man kasi baka malito kayo kung ano yung old man sa body of sin. Magkaiba yon. Iba yung old man kasi di ba? 2 Corinthians 5:17 uh, Therefore if anyone is in Christ is a new cre- creation, the old is gone, the new has come. It means na yung old man it has been put off. 
Pero yung body mo, yung body mo that is filled with lustful desires, nandyan pa siya. That's why we're still living in this body of sin. That's why sinabi ni, ni Paul sa Romans 7, Wretched man that I am, who can, this, who can deliver me from this body of death? But praise be unto Christ, praise be unto God, dahil si Christ pinadala niya. So magkaiba ang old man sa body of sin. If you have been, if you have become a new creature or na naging Christian ka talaga, yung old man mo dapat wala na. Pero you're, but you're still living sa body of sin. So, ayun, so, na, so itong old man, he's the Esau, where's the new man is the Jacob. He's the, uh, he's the Ishmael, where's the new man is the Isaac. He's the Saul, where's the new man is the David. As like just the foreshadowing na he's the Adam, but yung new man is the Christ. That's why it is I no longer who lives, but Christ who lives in me. So, sinabi sa verse 23, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Sabi dito, be renewed. So, in Greek na ginamit dito na word is ananeustai. So, it implies yung continued renewal in the youth of the new man. So, itong new man na to, it is uh, subject for continual na uh, sanctification. There's a process ito sa new, sa new man na to because it is living under this body of sin. That's why the Lord is commanding us to, to yung mag, sumunod sa utos niya. It is for the good ng, ng new man for, na para ito ay masanctify or mabago sa imahe ng kanyang anak na si Kristo. So, and other, uh, yung different Greek word na, na ginamit dito is anakainusai. It means also implies na renewal from the old state. If yung, uh, if sa ananiusai, yung renewed, is to continue, continue, yung sanctification to be in continuation. Pero itong, yung other different Greek word is anakainusai. It means naman na nirenew ka sa old state mo sa old, pagiging old man, na, naging new man na. So, yun yung ibig sabihin ng to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Sabi dito, di, di ba? The old man put off. Sumunod, the new man put on. So, ano yung, uh, ano yung new man? Sinabi dito, new man put on. So, we did yung description sa, uh, sa sa old man na merong parts ng body. So, we're going to uh, ano din, to unravel kung ano yung uh, parts ng body na what is for the new man. But before that, uh, the new man is uh, is born of the spirit. Unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, ang isang unbeliever, he cannot do on his own to have life. He must be uh, called to life just like, just like Lazarus has been called sa grave. 
So, kasi dead tayo sa trespasses natin. Kaya, kailangan yung spirit, yung spirit ni God, buhayin tayo, ipang, ipanganak tayong muli. At itong new man, it is a, a, a new man of grace. For it has been called by grace and will live by grace and will persevere by grace and will kept by grace. So the new man, it has new eyes. So dito, sa old man, hindi ko nilagyan ng old eyes. Old. So, uh, kasi yun yung uh, former state eh. Pero dito sa new man, nilagyan ko ng word na new sa parts ng body. Sabi dito, for the new man, it has new eyes to behold the glory of God. To see the kingdom of God. It has new ears. It is able to hear the voice of the shepherd, the truth of God's word. It has new lips. It blesses God. It has new tongue to praise and sing the name of the Lord. To preach the gospel, to encourage, to admonish, and to warn against adversaries. It has new heart. It has new desires. The sin they want, they, they, uh, they love. It hates. It truly na kinamumuhian na nila tong ayon. And the ones uh, na kinamumuhian nilang Jos, minamahal na nila ngayon. And it has new hands and feet to serve and to do good deeds. So Romans 6:4. Maga, um, yung mga reference na verses niya we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father we too might walk in newness of life ito yung uh, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to walk in the newness of life the oldest gown kasi it has been put to death and we have been raised from the dead in glory. So yun nga, 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, the old is passed away. Behold, the new has come. Also, itong Ephesians na to, also, it reference din sa Colossians 3. Uh, kung maba, since nata, naaral na natin uh, in the previous months, yung Colossians, uh, the same din siya kasi meron din doon na ginagamit na words na to put on, put off yung mga ganong words, ginamit rin siya sa Colossians. But they are addressed to the Colossians. But, syempre, si Paul lang din naman nag, uh, nagsulat nito. So, he is just using the same word and exhortation and reminder. So, Colossians 3.10 And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Parang ito yung sa sinasabi sa verse 24 na, to be renewed, or 23, to be renewed in the spirit of the, your minds. Diba? In parallel siya. And to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God. So, um, ang isang believer, kapag uh, naligtas siya, parang, uh, kumbaga, nababalik siya sa, na is being new created, he's able now to, to do good and to do bad. He's, uh, he has a will to do yung, to obey the Lord or to rebel against the Lord. Whereas the, the old man, he, yung, yun yung sinasabi na free will. Diba? Sinasabi, free will. May free will ba? Ang old man, wala silang free will. Uh, may free will sila, but it is only bounded kung ano yung nature nila. 
which is to sin and sin less or sin more. Ang isang isda, hindi siya makakalipad unless magkaroon siya ng bagong nature, maging ibon siya. So, that's the same thing with the old man and the new man. So, ang purpose nito na, uh, sinabi dito, created after the likeness of God. So, yung purpose na ma-recreate tayo in the likeness of God. And sinabi nga, di ba, sa Romans uh, 8.28 na, yung, yung purpose ng mga good things na nangyari sa atin, uh, kung ng mga nangyari sa buhay natin, it is for our good so that we may be conformed to the image of Christ. Ito yun na, makonform tayo, yun yung purpose nitong uh, newness of life created after the likeness of God. Bakit? Sino ba si God? Uh, may holy na siya, may righteous na siya. And those who are uh, yung communicable attributes niya, yun yung pwede nating ma-acquire as well. And for us to be learned and to uh, daily cultivate yung mga uh, virtues na yun. So, the Lord recreated us to become like His Son. So, Genesis 1.27, so God created man in his own image in the image of God he created them male and female he created them Ephesians 2.10 kasi diba sa Ephesians 2.8-9 yun yung for by grace you have been saved through faith so yung purpose ng, uh, ng salvation ito yun uh, Ephesians 2.10 for we are his workmanship so ito yung recreation created in Christ Jesus why we are uh, recreate tayo created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, before the beginning of time, that we should walk in them. First Peter 1.15 But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. So, katulad ng sa, yung sa illustration kanina na yung king, yung king kasi na yun, he is pure, he is, uh, he is robed in all glory and majesty. And if uh, yung pinili niya yung bride na yon, yung poor woman, then therefore, yung poor woman, kailangan suotin niya yung robes of righteousness, the fine white linen, the fine white garments, so that the, the rest of the world will be able to see that he is uh, owned now by the king. And that's the same thing with us, because we are his chosen bride. Tayo yung uh, pinili niya, and uh, for the people to see na, na sa kanya tayo, therefore, we must put on the old man. So, the old man employs every member in the service of sin. So, yung old man, every member, every body ng katawan niya, it is for the service of sin. But whereas the new man, it is for the service of the, for God, for His glory, for the praise of His name. So, uh, to put off the old man, to put on the new man, it is the same thing as putting off the old garments whenever we go, uh, papasok tayo sa bahay, or madumi tayo, kailangan natin magpalit, and kailangan natin magsuot ng panibago. Hindi ka pwedeng maghuhubad ka, tapos wala kang susuotin. ba? Kailangan pag maghuhubad ka, meron kang susuotin. Ganun. So, point number three, old ways put off. New ways put on. Parang in parallel lang siya ng uh, point two. Yung old man put off, new man put on. So, ito, 
Old ways put off, new ways put on. So here we have been given yung uh, practical uh, application regarding sa paano 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 po yung uh, old uh, old man put off, paano yung new man uh, put on, paano yung practical non. So therefore binigay yung practical ng uh, ng sinasabi na yon, yung putting off yung old garments and putting on yung new. Sabi dito, verse 25, Therefore, having put away falsehood. So, so ang commands, unang commands or the, uh, the first command is put off lying. Yun yung unang command. Bakit? For the Lord is, uh, if you are to reflect yung, uh, yung glory ni God, yung goodness niya, sinabi di ba? John 14:6 I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so god is a god of truth he is a god of light so therefore put off lying why because lying is of the devil John 8:44 you are of your father the devil and your will is to do your father's desires and he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth Because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So therefore, we must put away lies and falsehood. Because the God, our God, is a God of truth. And we must resemble kung ano yung character niya. So that the lost people or the yung, uh, yung wala kay Christ, they must know na na merong God of truth. That's why we are urged na to, to speak the truth in love. Yun yung sinasabi sa Ephesians 4 na 4.16 uh, that to speak the truth sa neighbor natin. So, ano ba tong to speak the truth? Kasi ito yung ito, if we are to put off lying, merong kontra syempre. Put on the truth. So let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. So it is Ephesians 4:15 to 16. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ, for, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So, ano ba to speak the truth in love? It is to speak uh, to our neighbor, especially to those who are fellow believers. If you are in the church, we must therefore speak. Ano tong truth na to? Truth lang ba based sa, sa perception mo? No. Pero sinasabi dito to speak the truth in love. Speak, yung truth is yung uh, word ni God. To encourage according from the word of God, to uh, to admonish according from the word of God. Whenever uh, uh, Pastor Allen or si Kuya Mark, sino mga magpipish dito, it is should be according to the word of God. So that sa nabi sa ano Ephesians 4:15, rather speaking the truth in love. Bakit? Because we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head into Christ. Yung reason na nag-speak tayo ng truth in love, it is for us to be edified. For us to mature in Christ. For we are no longer to be like babes or children. Na, na katulad na, na yung mga children, na yung parang 
Uh, hindi nila alam kung ano yung uh, tamang doctrine, ano yung truth or error. Truth from almost truth. Therefore, we need to speak daily or weekly sa isa, isa't isa yung truth ng word ni God. Hindi lang kung ano-ano para mga uh, chismis o mga kung ano-anong walang kwenta. Pero speak the truth in love. So, yun yung uh, ipuput on natin if you are to put off uh, yung lying. So, pangalawang command is put off unrighteous anger and put on righteous anger. Sabi dito verse 26 to 27, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Sabi dito, be angry and do not sin. So, ibig sabihin nun, ibig sabihin nun, be angry, it means it is a command to be angry. So, bakit, bakit kailangan maging, uh, bakit may anger na uh, sinabi dito, be angry? Pero sinabi dito, and do not sin. Be angry, ibig sabihin nun na itong anger, since uh, we are created in the image of God, we acquire kung ano yung hatred ni God towards the sin. That's why kung may makita ka, prior believing, ha, prior being regenerated, alam mo na yung uh, pagnanakaw mali. Nagagalit ka kapag ninakawan ka. Nagagalit ka kapag may corruption sa gobyerno. Nagagalit ka kapag may nirape. Nagagalit ka kapag may injustice. Because there's an anger. Pero itong anger na to, it is not the same just like how God is angry with sin. Uh, we may be possibly na yung anger natin, it will turn out into wrath. Na uncontrollable anger. So, itong, uh, itong anger kasi na to, be angry, kasi may mga circumstances talaga na uh, it arises yung call to be angry. Katulad nga ng mga situation na yun. And But, ang command dito ni Christ na be angry and do not sin, it is na yung anger natin, it must be like Christ's anger. Just like kinakatulad ng nangyari sa, uh, sa Mark 3.5, yung, uh, yung kinausap ni, uh, kausap ni Jesus, yung mga Pharisees, sabi, and he looked around at them with anger, grieved at the, their hardness of heart, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. And if maalala nyo rin yung sa temple, uh, tinumba ni Jesus yung ano, yung lamesa. So, uh, usually si, uh, si Christ nagiging uh, angry lang siya whenever uh, the glory of the Father or God or si God is being blasphemed. But he never, he is never angry kapag siya yung, siya yung uh, na-oppress or na, na-persecute or nagsasuffer. He's always angry kapag yung uh, si God ano, let it be Christ na ganun din tayo. Uh, kasi usually, pag inano tayo, uh, parang inapit tayo or parang pinersiko tayo, parang kinukutya tayo kasi Christian tayo or many things as such as lalo sa workplace or sa school, parang lagi tayo na gagalit din, nainis na tayo, nakakainis si ganito, nakakainis sa ganyan, bakit siya ganyan, bakit niya tayo, ano? hindi ba we are called to die, to die in ourselves? Therefore na, ibig sabihin nun, na yung life natin if it is I no longer who lives but Christ lives in me therefore yung exhibit natin na anger it's, it is should be like Christ we must always na to be angry uh, there are callings na to be angry with what is yung maging angry tayo sa false teachings di ba kasi false teaching yun it will corrupt yung uh, 
yung church, yung believers, it will contaminate yung uh, doctrine that is preserved by the apostles and the prophets. So, we must uh, therefore na to be angry. But, do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. So, sabi dito, ponder in your own heart. Uh, sa, uh, itong uh, be angry and do not sin na uh, sabi dito, do not let the sun go down on your anger. So, it is uh, uh, in reference sa uh, Psalm 4.4. Sinabi dito, be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts in your bed and be silent. Sila. So, yung sinasabi dito, kasi diba, sabi dito, sa Psalm 4.4, ah, be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds. So, ibig sabihin nun, on your beds, kasi possible, yung na to nasa bed siya, paggabi na. So, dapat yung anger niya, hindi lumipat na mag-umaga. Kasi kaya sinabi dito, do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Bakit yung, yung uh, anger na to, kapag uh, nag-continue, halimbawa, ang isang believer, kapabeliever, brothers and sisters, nagkaroon ng anger sa isa't isa dahil may conflict, kapag tumagal to, ano mangyari? Sabi dito, di ba? Give no opportunity to the devil. What is the devil? Ano bang, ano bang ginagawa niya? He's an adversary. If the God is a God of order, therefore the, uh, the devil is the God, small God, uh, small g, God of disorder. So he makes disorder or uh, disunity sa church. If you're, kasi di ba sinabi, kinukol tayo in unity? Therefore, we must be... Um, to be angry but do not sin and do not let the sun go down. So, ang isang uh, conflict sa isang uh, brothers, brother to brother or brothers and sisters, dapat hindi yung mapatagal kasi magre-result siya ng, uh, ng disunity. Parang hindi lang sila magpapansinan, ganun yung mangyari, tapos magchichismisan, ganun yung, ano, ganun yung magiging progress. Mag-aaray siya na mag-aaray hanggang magkaroon ng mga split church, division. So, yun, na dapat hindi natin ibibigyan si ang demonyo ng opportunity that would allow him to cause division and mag-influence sa buhay natin. So, pangatlong command, put off stealing. Ano ipuput on? Put on giving by own hands. Put off stealing, verse, eight, uh, verse 28, that the thief no longer steal. So, bakit dito sinabi thief? Oh, possible din naman na may mga, uh, ay, may mga thief pa rin ngayon. Pero sa church, uh, syempre, ngayon nahiya naman na may mag, magnakaw. Pero may mga nagdanakaw pa rin naman. So, <laughs> so alam na. <laughs> so, ayun. So, kasi, yung si, sa, si Paul, nung sinulat niya to sa Ephesians Church, uh, there, are, there are bandits, yung mga, uh, mga bandido. Uh, frequent they're frequent na pumupunta sa mga mountains near sa Ephesus dun sa church and uh, and uh, they are meant to hold uh, thieves in the New Testament. So, ang isang thieves, uh, usually wala silang pera, hindi sila nagtatrabaho, they are idle. So, usually ang ginagawa nila, kaya uh, magnanakaw sila. Kasi wala silang ano eh, wala silang, uh, wala silang magawa. Kaya, in contrast, sinabi dito, dito put on Uh, but rather, let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Kung sa isang, uh, sa isang thief, laging makikita nyo sa put off and put on, laging contrast lagi. 
Diba? Lying truth. Uh, angry that do not sin, pero uh, makikita nyo na huwag nyo ibibigyan ng opportunity yung devil, but dito sinabi, uh, put off uh, stealing and putting on to giving yung by own hands. Sinabi dito, but rather, bakit ginamit yung but word? So it means na merong in contrast. Uh, for it is not na enough to cease sa kasalanan na, oh, mag-stop na ang pagdanakaw, hindi lang na ang command na mag-stop ka sa pagdanakaw. But rather, hindi lang yun ang enough kasi there must be a restitution if you are truly repenting sa kasalanan mo. It means ang restitution means na meron kang ginagawa na patunay na nagbago ka talaga. So sa isang magnanakaw, i-stop niya yun. And rather, magtatrabaho siya. But rather, let him labor doing honest work. Sinabi dito, honest work. Ano ba yung contrary niya nung, uh, nung ginagawa niya ng stealing? Hindi yun honest work. But sinabi dito, doing honest work with his own hands. Kung sa stealing, hindi yun own hands niya kasi ninakaw niya yun. Eh. Hindi, naman tra- uh, hindi naman niya tinrabaho yun. Pero dito sinabi, doing honest work, truthful work, but own hands magtatrabaho. So it is the very opposite. The thief, when repentant, if truly repentant ng isang thief, should labor more than he would be called on to do. If he had never stolen, even kahit hindi din siya mag, uh, magnakaw, kailangan din na ano, kasi kung tayo hindi man tayo nagnakaw, we are all, still ought to, to, to labor and do honest work with our own hands and to share with anyone in need. That's why sinabi sa Acts 20.35, In all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way, so si Paul siya yung nagsulat ng Acts, di ba? pati ng 2 Thessalonians, which is yun yung iko-quote ko, which is hindi, niya, hindi lang niya sinabi na, na nag-command siya dito, pero he himself is doing what he preaches. Sabi sa Acts 20.35, In all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. 2 Thessalonians 3.8 Nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labor we worked night and day that we might not be a burden to anyone, to any of you. So yun. Put off stealing, put on giving by own hands. Before we are called to do cheerful giving, that's why we are giving sa what gives the church, sa needs ng church. So, yung pang-apat is put off corrupt talk. Verse 29, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths. Bakit? Uh, sinabi sa Ephesians 5, which is uh, from the latter na matatapik to, na to, pero ito din yon. Sabi dito, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead, let there be thanksgiving. Luke 6.45, bakit ba merong corrupt talk? It always comes from the uh, heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Kung ang uh, yung commands ni God, yung Ten Commandments, it has been given, because it is the overflowing of the holiness of God sa heart niya, ito yung sinabi niya, you shall have no other gods before me, and so on and so forth. So sinabi sa Luke 6.45, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, 
and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Put off corrupt talk. Put on edification. So further, yung, uh, verse 29. But only such is but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So, put off corrupt talk. Yung mga senseless talks, kailangan siya ma-put off. It doesn't mean na yung mga parang, uh, uh, yung parang uh, random jokes, like na parang to, to, parang to build, uh, to, para makilala yung bawat isa. Hindi naman, uh, parang not just to be legalistic. Okay lang naman yon, but let's be see to it na yung mga yung purpose nun is for us to be na maging uh, to relate with one another ganyan, for them to be comfortable for the purpose of na ma-share mo yung truth, di ba? Pero laging i-watch natin ano ba yung mga jokes na hindi. So we must always be discerning ano ba yung mga usapan na nakaka-pollute ng minds ng ibang tao. So, put on edification, Colossians 4.6. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So, yun, sinabi dito na yung uh, words natin, it must be seasoned with salt. It must be gracious whenever we speak. Let us not speak out of anger. Let us not speak yung out of yung parang uh, na meron kang parang gustong patunhayan. So, yung mga, yung mga ganun, parang with, uh, with evil intent, parang gusto mo lang i-put down yung tao. So, let our always, uh, yung speech be gracious. Parang sa, ba, sa, sa online, uh, parang sa mga reform, di ba, maraming uh, uh, new sa, sa doctrines of grace, sa reform theology. But we see na yung mga bago, if they are not uh, warned or instruct sa how to be gracious uh, how to be gracious whenever we share yung uh, tamang teachings we may end up na parang inaasar uh, mo na lang yung tao minamak mo sila uh, regarding sa false beliefs nila hindi nila naaalala na ganun din naman sila dati ganun din naman tayo dati and guilty din ako sa ganyan na parang minaano ko yung mga yung mga nasa uh, sa false belief pero pag iaalalahan mo ganun ka din naman dati bakit ka nag kagumaganyan si Lord ga naging patient sa to to uh, providently na malaman mo yung truth di ba parang dapat gracious tayo and it must always be seasoned with salt para uh, that you may know how you ought to answer each person so if every word if every word that comes out of our mouth were only a gracious word so what an incalculable ministry of grace or yung speaking ng edification or blessing sa lifetime ng speech natin. Kung sa, sa naging believer ka, until bago ka mamatay, if yung lumalabas sa bibig mo is puro gracious, puro speaking the truth in love, what um, ministry, what blessing yon sa mga tao to those who will gonna hear. Pero but, yung bibig natin, it always tends to be in only in idle words puro mga walang sense and too much of it is not pure it is wholesome parang puro ano lang puro wholesome and sweet parang more on sugar coating lang but parang ba ko-correct mo instead yung tao regarding sa sin niya but parang inaano mo lang siya kinu-comfort mo siya di ba so yung mouth natin 
if you have been a new uh, new man yung lips natin dapat it uh, maging maging gracious and to speak the truth and etong command na to we must have a serious thought of it kasi because one day we will be accountable to God whatever yung comes out sa bibig natin at hindi lang yung gracious yung manner pero uh, ano yung quality ng sinasabi mo kasi gracious nga pero may may katuturan ba di ba kung wala naman di ba therefore na hindi na lang tayo magsalita so uh, let us go on sa last na point which is the final warning and exhortation verse 30 to 32 and do not grieve the holy spirit of god by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice be kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you sabi dito do not grieve the holy spirit of god baka ni nakinanta natin Create in me a clean heart, O God. Then uh, go on. Sinabi doon, Cast me not away from thy presence, of, O Lord, and take not the Holy Spirit from me. Uh, to grieve the Holy Spirit is parang uh, gusto natin maalis yung uh, Holy Spirit sa atin. It is to rebel against yung uh, prompting ng Holy Spirit. And yung Spirit, it prompts us na to war against the flesh, to put off the old self, to put off the old ways, But if you are rebelling, if you are hardening our hearts, we are grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Kasi meron na tayong indwelling presence ng Holy Spirit. But if we are rebelling, if we are grieving, it is essentially na parang dine-deny natin or nire-resist natin kung ano yung conviction na binibigay sa atin ni God through yung word niya. So... Um, yun nga, so ito yung uh, itong do not grieve the Holy Spirit, it refers sa mga believers na nag-grieve ng Holy Spirit niya by inconsistencies yung, ayun nga, yung mga, yung mga ginagawa nila sa put-off, kasi yun yung nag-grieve sa Holy Spirit, yung mga sinabi sa put-off put-off lying uh, put-off yung unrighteous anger put-off stealing put-off yung corrupto ito yung mga bagay na na inconsistent with the character of God And ito yung mga um, bagay na mag-grieve sa Holy Spirit. Sabi dito, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Bakit? Kasi we long um, we must long for the day na ng ng sa anang coming ni Christ. That's why we, we must not uh, um, maging continue to in grieving the Holy Spirit. But sinabi dito, verse 31, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. Parang sinabi din na, put off bitterness, put off wrath, put off anger, put off clamor, put off slander. So, parang ganun din yun. Along with all malice. Ano ba tong bitterness? It is an anger, and ito according to sa webs, Miriam Webster. So sabi ni Miriam, ang bitterness, it is an anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly or resentment. Ito yung parang na ano ka, parang irita ka. So, yung wrath, it is an extreme anger. So, sa wrath na to, uh, naalala ko na ginamit na Greek word dito is orge. It also the same as our, an animal uh, na yung raging bull na yung, paano yung toro? Paano siya mag, uh, 
Paano niya i-hit yung uh, yung isang ano, opponent niya or kung sino yung gusto niya i-hit? Paano siya nag uh, nag-arise ng anger? So, yun yung wrath. It is an expression of an extreme anger. So, ano tong clamor? Uh, it is it is about a loud and confused noise, especially that of people shouting vehemently. So, tingin ko ito yung pagwawala. So, yun yung clamor. So, in malice naman, so, so, siguro alam niyo naman yung slander. Slander is uh, uh, telling na sa, ba, sinisiraan mo, sinisiraan mo yung kapwa mo. Hindi, sinasabi mo sa kanya kung ano yung hindi totoo tungkol sa isang tao. So, yun, 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 yun din yung nasa command na you shall not uh, bear false witness against your neighbor. Yun yung uh, slandering. So, sinabi ito, malice. Ito naman yung intention or to desire to, all, to do all evil. So, it is yung ill will. Yung parang, uh, kaya nga sinabi dito, along with all malice. Kasi dito nagmumula lahat ng bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander. Kaya it is sinabi dito, along with all malice. So, verse 32, sabi yung B na sumunod. Be kind. Be kind to one another. So, ito yung uh, sinabi doon sa prior is put off yung bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander, and malice. Ito naman, put on. Parang ganun din to. Be kind to one another. Tender-hearted. Forgiving one another. Diba? Makikita nyo na kaya ito final warning and exhortation. Because if they are continuously in doing this, they will be grieving the Holy Spirit and the Lord na naalisin yung Holy Spirit. Pero, syempre, kung true believer ka, hindi naman talaga alis ang Holy Spirit because it will gonna uh, be forever dwelling sa'yo age to age until uh, Christ will return. So, yun. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. So, bakit? Bakit bakit ba kailangan mong maging kind? Or, ito, so, itong mga words na ito, hindi ka naman na siya uh, explain pa kay, according kay Miriam. Kasi itong mga words na ito, parang understandable naman. So, bakit? Because God had shown yung, uh, Himself na pinakita niya. According sa scripture, nung sinave niya tayo, He's kind, He's tender-hearted, and He's forgiving to you. To you na uh, who once rebelled against Him, who wants na enemy. And it is just na ikaw ulit, ikaw, therefore, na ikaw nakaranas nung, nung goodness niya, itong mga uh, at anong mga acts niyang to. Therefore, ikaw din towards your fellow men, towards your fero, fellow believers. And hindi lang din sa fellow believers, we are also to do this sa, sa unbelievers. Di ba? <clears throat> Kasi itong uh, uh, kasalanan natin, akong baga, itong kasalanan ng mga tao sa atin, Diba? Hindi naman siya hindi naman siya greater than what we have done unto the Lord. That's why parang um, merong itong standard na to na to do to do kind to be kind to one another, to be tender-hearted, forgiving one another. It is a supernatural work of the spirit wrought uh, by grace na ang isang uh, isang uh, uh, new man, he will gonna do this why? Because sana be as God in Christ forgave you. So, 
ang sinabi din na yung uh, forgiveness ni God or yung, uh, yung mga acts ni God dito, yung Greek word na ginamit dito is kerizomai. It means na hindi lang tayo maging forgiving, pero it implies na we must do gracious uh, attitude. Hindi lang tayo forgive, pero yung uh, attitude natin, ah, sige, I forgive you. Pero wala kang gracious attitude. You are not doing yung kindness. You are not tender-hearted. You just forgive, pero hindi mo... Kasi yung forgiveness ni God, hindi lang siya naging forgive, tapos nag-react pa rin siya na parang uh, uh, stiff, pero nag-react si God uh, towards us with kindness and tender heart. Even napatuloy pa rin tayo nagkakasala. So, <clears throat> so lang, we must always be reminded, that's why na yung end dito na sinabi, as God in Christ forgave you. So to put off the old... Um, man to put on the new man to put off the old ways and to put on the new ways is we can do that if we understand that God in Christ forgave us yun yung pinaka reason kasi if we understood that the gospel na Christ died for sinners to these poor poor sinners who 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 their garments na is as red as crimson uh, You must therefore yung put off the old yung old man. Colossians 2:13 And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made the life together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. So if you are forgiven, you will act like you have been forgiven. Uh, one cannot one cannot say na he has been forgiven but he is not acting like He has been forgiven. Diba? Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, ay, forgiven ako, pero you act like parang hindi ka naman napatawad, di ba? Because you are not doing kung ano yung dapat mong isa pamuhay. You are not putting on the new garments. So, uh, in conclusion, so, may the forgiveness of Christ inundates us or, kumbaga, i-overwhelm tayo. Yung forgiveness niya, may it overwhelm us and let every believing heart say, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So I urge you to put off the old man. Put off your old garments with his deeds and put on the new man. Yes, put it on. Put on your new garments, for you are now crucified with Christ. The old has gone, and the new has come. Let every lying turn into truth. Let every anger turn into gracious answer. Let every stealing turn into cheerful giving. Let every corrupting talk turn into edification. Let every sin be trampled down and turned into a striving for righteousness and holiness. And Isaiah 1.16.20 16-20 Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause. For us na nakagawa pa rin ng kasalanan nito, there is a grace, there is mercy that 
if you haven't put off the old man, we must therefore put it on now. The command here is a sovereign command, therefore we must do it rightly now. Sinabi, di ba? Create in me a clean heart of O God and renew a right spirit within me. If you have been doing this trespasses against the Lord, He is gracious. That's why He is calling sa Isaiah, Come, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, it shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the Lord. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So, the Lord, itong uh, buong, uh, itong buong passage na ito, it reminds us of the gospel. Na itong gospel na to, it doesn't call us to become yung parang easy living, but it calls us to deny ourselves. In Mark 8.34, Jesus said na, and if anyone would uh, come after me, and if anyone of you would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. That's why, ito yung ano, ang isang tunay na Christian, if you are, have been a new creation, kung new creature ka, you will be doing this, you will be putting off the old garments and putting on the new. If you want the church to be united, if you want love and unity and peace reigning over this church, we must therefore overcome the world and crucify the flesh by putting off the old garment and putting on the new garments. So I want to end this in a poem entitled, New Garments White as Snow I Put On. New Garments White as Snow I Put On. As I go pilgrimage in Zion, by faith, daily I must put this robe, my Lord's righteousness, the only hope. Times I recall the vile days of old, when I wore crimson rags filled with mold. Sin interwoven with my whole being, does this grieving clothes needs of fleeing. O God, how unrivaled are your ways, as grace teaches me cries all my days. To subdue and sanctify my heart. In me, your potent power exert. No longer I, but Christ lives in me. I long for the day when glory I see. When his bride, clothed in white garments, sins no more. What glorious resplendence. Let us pray. Father, we praise your name. We thank you, Lord, O Most High, for you are gracious that in Christ we have received the forgiveness in our trespasses and sins. We praise you, O Lord, for the gospel that you have chosen us before the foundation of time and by grace, which you prepared beforehand to walk in the newness of life. Lord, we ask, Lord, for forgiveness for vile sins that we have committed lahat po ng uh, mga kasalanan namin, specifically, Lord, sa lying namin, slandering yung other people, yung mga galit kami, for being angry with someone and, um, and 
not letting we let the sun go down for stealing them for stealing to them for not doing what is right for doing corrupt talks yung mga bastos at mga walang kwenta na na salita we ask also lord na for forgiveness lord sa bitterness namin sa wrath namin whenever times na na-oppress kami or na na frustrate kami sa mga nangyari we tend to respond in anger and clamor and it is because we have uh, this body of sin we plead o, to you O Lord that you may not cast out thy presence from us create in us a clean heart O God and renew our right spirit within us for we trust Lord that though our sins are like scarlet, it shall be white as snow. Though it shall be red like crimson, it shall be like wool. For you are gracious and merciful, abounding in love. We help. We ask, Lord, for help. Na yung Holy Spirit mo to continue to illuminate us to do what is right and according to your will. That is in accordance with the word of God. May we speak the truth in love with one another. May we give cheerfully to one another. May we speak edification to this church. May, uh, may kindness, tender heart, and forgiveness uh, mag-reign uh, uh, mag over this church because Christ had forgave us. We long for the day that this putting off the old garments shall be no more. And we are no longer, we will, on that day, we will be no longer the one who is putting on the new garment. But on that resplendent day, we will gonna see your bride, we. You will gonna put on that fine white garments. And we are going to sing forevermore to the praise of your glory. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.